Hey, 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 thank you so much for joining me once again for Artistic Accomplices. This is the podcast that's all about creative encouragement, and I am your host, Eric Scott. So today, I wanted to talk to you about a little bit of a of an epiphany that I've had over the last week or so, um, and it all kind of boils down to heroes. So we, we're all heroes of our own story. I mean, it's something that maybe you've heard before, um, and so we can kind of imagine ourselves as this hero. And so there's this idea that's that's floating around out there and it's called the hero's journey now i'm going to get to that in in a couple minutes but uh i just kind of want to preface preface this with saying that when i'm teaching i often tell the artists that i'm working with my students the participants to pay attention to what keeps coming up in their their art uh, if you're drawn to a color, an idea, an image, a shape, you need to pay attention to that. You might not know what it's all about. You might not know what the meaning behind it is, behind it is but there's something to it. And it's your job as the artist, as the creator, to figure out, like, well, what is it? What is it about that color? What is it about that image that pulls me? And so that goes for other things too. I mean, like in life, I mean, we just have to, we have to like pay attention. So there are things that will keep coming up in our lives over and over again, ideas, situations, people, circumstances. And if these things keep coming up, keep coming back to us over and over again, we have to kind of figure out why, well, what does it mean? What, what What's this, what's the uh, cosmic purpose to it all? Well, for me here lately, this idea uh, of the hero's journey has been coming up again and again in my art and in my life. And so that's something that I like, oh, I need to pay attention to this because I keep seeing it. It keeps coming up over and over again. And so what about this idea? is drawing me is pulling me is is somehow important to me so if you're not familiar with the hero's journey uh, it's an idea that was kind of solidified by Joseph Campbell and uh, Campbell came up with this like story structure that he used to compare different myths and basically what what he found was a lot of the myths from you know uh, ancient religions and and the stories that people have told uh, that there's like it's a very it's like a very uh, uh, basic story that it's a very similar story and that you know all of these heroes in these stories kind of go through this journey and um, so in his work the hero with a thousand faces that was published in 1949 Campbell really goes into into what this is all about now i haven't read that um i just kind of know that, that that's where this idea kind of comes from and so this hero's journey it's often called a monomyth that idea of one myth and that that story structure can be found in a lot of the myths and the stories from ancient times all the way up, all the way up to modern times <clears throat> and it's 
it it's actually directly impacted books and movies and much much more and so this this is something that's just been kind of you know floating out there uh and campbell kind of put it into uh kind of saw the pattern and kind of came up with this idea of the monomyth of the of the hero with a thousand faces and and really noticed that how all these myths and stories had the same structure and so I've been aware of, of this notion for quite a while. Um, but like I said, I, I haven't read anything by Campbell, um, but I know how it's impacted and influenced things. Um, Star Wars, for example, and Harry Potter. And it, it, basically this, this hero's journey is a, like it's a pl classic plot device. It's a, pl it's a classic storytelling device. And so I've always been aware, well, I've, I don't know if I've, I've always been aware of it, but I've been aware of it for quite a while. And, but I haven't really looked much into it. Um, so, you know, so I've been aware of it. You know, I knew about it in Star Wars and I kind of know like the basic premise of the hero's journey. Uh, and But I learned a lot more about it on one of my favorite podcasts, uh, and that is uh, Andy J. Pizza's the uh, the creative pep talk, and so Andy is a big story person. Okay, I mean he he uses analogies and stories a lot in his podcast to help kind of make points, and he's a big fan of this hero's journey. I mean he's used it a lot to um, basically make an analogy to the creative journey, and so he's mentioned Campbell and the hero's journey quite a bit on his podcast. And, you know, so, yeah, I've been hearing it and listening to this podcast, um, but it hasn't really, it never really, like, sunk in. I didn't do a lot of research about it, uh, and, but I, I guess it's always been this idea that's, like, been in the back of my head. But then the other day, I was listening to another podcast. I was listening to Brené Brown's podcast, Unlocking Us, and she was talking about a time when she worked with Pixar. So she got to go and visit Pixar and, and um, basically work with their entire staff. And then uh, she was emailing back and forth to this, this um, producer at, uh, at Pixar. And they were kind of talking about things and she really um, brought up the hero's journey. And so this producer was talking about how the hero's journey is something that they at Pixar reference at the beginning of every movie at every kind of every project. And so that their stories are kind of based around that. And, and so there was like, you know, this, this three act story structure out there, you know, all based on this hero's journey. And so as soon as I heard her talking about that, you know, here's somebody, you know, Brene Brown, I wouldn't expect her to be talking about the hero's journey. It's just something that that I, I wouldn't have expected. Um, and all of a sudden it's like, bam, she's talking about it. And so that light bulb went off and it was like, okay, I've been hearing Andy on the creative pep talk, talk about it. And it's also been something that's been on my mind here lately. If you listen to my last episode a couple weeks ago of the podcast, it was about star Wars and avatar, the last airbender, you know? So that idea of, of the force and of, of bending air, um, and so I've been thinking about that. Like I said, I've always kind of known that Star Wars was uh, really followed this hero's journey uh, template or, or outline. 
but then to hear Brene mention it and it just brought it all kind of together brought it all into focus and so all of a sudden like my thoughts I had you know I'd had these different thoughts and they all kind of just gelled and it was really kind of interesting to see like the connections and how all these things were kind of referencing this hero's journey and then all of a sudden bam there it was and so you know i've been i've been exploring um and and struggling with some ideas in my art making uh for the last i don't know how many years i've really felt like my art's been kind of stagnant and i haven't felt very super creative i haven't felt like I've found my voice lately. I feel like uh, I haven't figured out what I want to say with the artwork. I look back to some artwork from the past, like, you know, 10, 15 years ago, and I feel like, okay, that, that's a cohesive body. I really felt like I, I knew what I was doing. Um, I knew kind of like the vision that I was trying to get at, and I, I didn't feel lost with it. And here lately, over the last, I don't know, four or five years, I, re I really felt lost with the artwork that I've been making, feeling like it's been all over the place. And when I heard this hero's journey and started putting that together with what I've heard from the creative pep talk and then just kind of my own thoughts here lately, it just sort of like something made sense. And so I wanted to kind of talk about that because number one, I think it kind of reflects the creative process that you know, creativity is really about making connections and, and how can we connect the ideas that we're having, the things that we're hearing, the things that we're seeing. And then again, that idea that things just keep coming up. What keeps coming up for us? That's what's important. What, what are some of the struggles that we keep running into? Those are struggles that are important to pay attention to. Those are struggles to that are important to overcome and to face head on and that so you know it, this notion just really kind of kind of lit me up and so <clears throat> some of you may know that i've been engaging in this 30-day challenge for for september so beginning september 1st i started this challenge where i've just basically been showing up every day for about an hour and i put some limitations on myself just to kind of number one so it didn't become uh, uh, too cumbersome. So an hour, yeah, I think I can find an hour a day to sit down and make some art. And so then I limited the size. So I've been working really small, four inches by four inches. I, I, I do some small work. I do a lot of like four by sixes and I've done some four by four. So this, the size wasn't anything new, but the small size really allowed me to, to make a piece of artwork pretty quickly. Um, and then I, I've kind of limited myself like to materials. I mean, I'm kind of using my same mixed media materials that I, I typically use. Um, so I've given myself some limitations. And then another thing to kind of help uh, keep myself accountable, I have been live streaming it. So during the weekdays, I live stream myself creating these pieces. And I talk about what I'm doing, talking about my thought process, uh, my thought process as, I, as I'm making it. And uh, that way, you know, the few people that are tuning in can kind of hear my thoughts. Some of the people are kind of making artwork along with me. Some of them are, are kind of following me, you know, 
almost like step by step kind of kind of recreating or, or reinterpreting what I'm doing while other people are completely doing their own thing. Um, but it really was just a, a way to encourage people to come and make art with me during that hour. And uh, so you know, it's like I, I didn't have any kind of major theme. It was just something I was doing for myself. So, you know, like there's no themes, there's no prompts. Um, so it's not like a month long uh, challenge where there's prompts, like a prompt a day kind of thing, like the, the um, October Inktober challenge that's become very popular over the last few years. Uh, it's just about me showing up and spending an hour making art. And, you know, I just I've been feeling very stagnant over the last few years. So this I was looking at this as a way to maybe move through something to, to maybe figure something out. Um, so when I started this challenge back at the beginning of the month, back in the beginning of September, I was working very intuitively. So I was trying to be very intuitive and not think too much and not spend a lot of time and just to kind of see what, where, where is this going to go? Where's this process going to take me? And then also to start paying attention to the things that, that kept coming up. So as I was working over the first couple weeks, I did notice that there were ideas and notions and techniques that kept coming up. And so, you know, I kept using maps. I love using maps in my art artwork, but I also was using a lot of map like marks. So, you know, drawing lines that look a lot like roads or rivers or or borders or boundaries, you know, things that we, we see on on maps. I also was using a lot of squares, a lot of circles. Um, and at the beginning, I, I used some recognizable imagery like uh, photos uh, of, of faces or I was drawing faces and other like recognizable things. Um, but then I found myself drawn more to the, the abstract, the, the more non-objective ones. And so these things kept coming up. I kept coming back to those. There was something about these things that was like kind of resonating with me. And so I, I was starting to, you know, think about these, you know, like what, what does this mean? Why am I making maps? Why am I drawn to maps? Why am I drawn to these squares and these circles? And, you know, why are certain colors coming up? And so I was really, first of all, the maps were kind of easy. I mean, thinking about the maps, you know, maps locate us in, in, in space. Uh, they help us move from place to place and that notion of a journey just kind of like automatically comes with the thought of a map you know a map is there to help us go on a journey whether it's to you know go to a place we've never been um, help us figure out where we're going so you know maps really help us know where we've been where we are and where we're going so again that that idea of a journey kept coming up and up and so I was really thinking about it over the last couple weeks and I felt like I was starting to get somewhere I was reflecting and thinking and you know I kept coming back to this idea of self-discovery yes I was personally on a journey of self-discovery doing this art trying to figure some stuff out but I really felt like the work was about self-discovery and, but I was like, okay, all right. So if this works about self-discovery, discovering what? And I kept coming back to a word, this word shine. So 
I really feel like there are a lot of people that just don't shine. They don't really live up to to all of their potential and then they don't really make an impact on the world. They never shine. So I was really thinking about how like, you know, we ha- our life is about this this journey to discover how we shine and how we can share that with others. How we could find our own unique gifts and and bring those gifts to the world. And so all that stuff was kind of going going around in my mind. And then as I heard Brene talk about Joseph Campbell and the hero's journey, it just all clicked. And I thought, yeah, that's that's what this is all about. That this work that I'm making right now is all about this hero's journey. You know, I'm 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 thinking about like how everything, not just the artwork though, like my teaching and my live streams and this podcast, it's it's all about this hero's journey. I want to bring what I've discovered to others. I want to shine and, and have a positive impact on others and help them discover their shine. And all of a sudden it was just like, wow, I just had this kind of epiphany. I had this this moment where it just all these ideas started to connect and so I had to like sit down and be like all right I need to research the hero's journey because I've never done that I don't know I mean I know the basic idea but I don't know the stages I don't know like the sequence I don't know all these things and so uh, Joseph Campbell broke the hero's journey down into like three acts and uh, these are these can kind of be thought of as like you know a story in three acts like a story with a three-act structure and so act one is the departure and that's where the hero is called to go on this journey and the hero leaves the ordinary world so if you think about like star wars you know luke skywalker is on tatooine and you know he's he's working on his uncle's farm and You know, he's just, he wants to go to the academy and and he's going to have to wait because he has to help his uncle. And so that's his ordinary world, this this desert planet where there's really nothing there. So in Act 1 of Star Wars, that's when he meets Obi-Wan. That's when he is is, uh, basically invited on this journey to go help Princess Leia. So that's that's act one is the departure. So you know, he leaves Tatooine after he his his aunt and uncle are killed. So in act two, it's called the initiation. So this is where the hero sets out into this unknown territory. For Luke Skywalker, he physically leaves the planet, his home planet, and goes out into space and, and discovers discovers other worlds out there. Um, and so the hero goes through a series of trials and tribulations to learn the things that that they need to learn in order to 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 finally meet their goal to to win the battle to obtain the sword or you know whatever it is that they're doing. So um, anyway, so in Act Three, that's called or actually. 
so anyway, so he's, I, I, let me back up because I kind of forgot. So act two is when, um, when they go through all these trials and tribulations and they actually like meet their objective. So they save the princess, they save the world, they blow up the Death Star. Um, so act three is the return and that's where the hero returns home to the ordinary world and, and is changed by the experience. Um, so, you know, really act two is like the, the meat of the story and act one and act three are, are, are a little bit, uh, shorter. So anyway, um, you know, so these three acts, Campbell took them and broke them down into 17 different stages, but it was writer Christopher Vogler that simplified them into 12 stages that he calls the writer, the writer's journey. And so a lot of folks use this cause it's, it's just a little bit more condensed and in Campbell, since it was all about myth, um, there's, there's like this element of supernatural to it. And so with Vogler's 12 stages, that's not the supernatural isn't necessarily in there. <clears throat> so anyway, it, it just, as I'm researching this and I'm thinking about this and I'm looking at these 12 stages, it just, something's like ringing with me. Something is, is like resonating with me. And I just feel like, okay. I can look at this structure and I can, I can plug a lot of stuff into it. I can plug myself into it. And so Vogler's 12 stages of the hero's journey, uh, number one, the ordinary world, number two, the call of adventure, number three, refusal of the call, number four, meeting the mentor, five, crossing the first threshold, six, test allies and enemies, seven, approach to the inmost cave, eight, the ordeal, nine reward also known as seizing the sword 10 the road back 11 resurrection and 12 return with the elixir so when i look at those 12 and you can look those up and i'll put them in the in the show notes but you know you can find them all over the internet but you can take that structure those 12 stages and you can plug in many stories and movies and they might not be in that order sometimes you kind of they're mixed up a little bit um but these these like acts these stages so thinking about the first act would be the ordinary world the call of adventure the refusal of the call meeting the mentor so the, that's kind of like act one act two is crossing the crossing the first threshold you know leaving um or actually maybe that's part of act one um Act two is test allies, enemies, approach the inmost cave, the ordeal, the reward. So, you know, they, they meet the objective. They, they get the goal by the end of act two. And then the act three is the road back resurrection and return with the licks or they're, they're, they're going back, you know? So, um, you know, you think about like Harry Potter, he goes back home. He has to go back and live with the Dursleys after he's basically saved the world kind of thing. Um, but he goes back with a different kind of knowledge. So like I said, Andy J. Pizza on the Creative Pep Talk often takes this hero's journey and really relates it to the creative journey. And like I always saw the parallels. I, I always understood the analogy, but I never really like sat down and reflected and thought about how that resonates with me and, and how that applies in my own life. And then as I was reading these stages, I, I just kind of felt like, bam, okay, yeah, 
And so, yeah, I'm on my own hero's journey. I mean, we're all on a hero's journey. So it really becomes, you know, are we going to find the elixir? Are we going to take it back? Are we going to, you know, meet our objective? Um, so I started thinking about this and, and thinking about how my story fits into this structure. So stage one, the ordinary world. Well, for years, I was just a teacher, an art teacher and teaching in public school, living my life. You know, I got up every day, went to school. I taught. I came home. You know, I had weekends and summers off. And, uh, you know, on weekends, I did chores. And, uh, you know, during the summer, I worked a lot, did, did a lot of uh, summer camps and summer programs. But my wife and I went on vacation, you know, and, and did that year after year. And that was very ordinary. And that's a very ordinary world that a lot of teachers can relate to. Stage two, the call of adventure. So during this time, I met my buddy Dave, the guy that I that I formed Journal Fodder Junkies with, the guy that I wrote two books with, um, and he and I started teaching. And so I remember when he and I were teaching um, at the North Carolina Center for the Advancement of Teaching, also known as NCAT, and it was a five-day retreat for educators. So we're there for five full days. And I just remember I had this thought. It was we we had done it five years in a row, but somewhere kind of in the middle of, of these five years, I thought, like, yeah, this is what I want to be doing. Like working with teachers and working with adults and opening them up to the possibilities of art and creativity. And you know, this was 15 years ago, something like that. And so I just I had this moment where like, ah, oh, that's that's what I want to be doing. And so I, I just was like, okay, I, I need to get out of teaching and I need to do this. So that was like, that was the call of adventure was like getting out of teaching. And all right, stage three, refusal of the call. But I, it, I didn't get out of teaching right there. It took me years and years to get out of teaching. I kept refusing the call. I, I kept teaching. I kept, but I kept doing the workshops and the retreats and things on the side and kept thinking like, okay, one day, someday I'm going to do that. And yeah, so eventually it happened. Um, meeting the mentor, I, you know, like I said, with st stories, a lot of times these don't fall in this perfect order. So meeting the mentor happened for me, like, you know, that was like the second or, or third stage for me. But, you know, yeah, I think meeting David, at, he was my first mentor and he's the one that I did these things with. And, um, you know, I feel like I learned a lot from him and he helped me understand like this was something that was really important to me. But like I said, it took me years and years to really get up enough courage to save enough money to to go on this adventure, to, to take this journey. And so no, stage number five, crossing that the first threshold, I finally left teaching. I went out and did this. I went out on my own, you know, had some money saved, but no guarantees that this was going to work. I went out and I did this. I left teaching and, you know, it's been over four years now since I've done that. So that takes us into stage six, tests, allies, enemies. So it hasn't been an easy four years. It hasn't always gone the way I'd hoped. You know, I've had workshops canceled. I've had things that didn't pan out. 
I've tried to sell my artwork and hasn't sold. Um, you know, so there, there have been these things that have happened, you know, and I, I've struggled and, uh, but you know, things have been getting better. I've been learning so much. So approach to the inmost cave. So th this is in the hero's journey. This is like when the hero basically like goes into the territory of, of the enemy of whatever, you know, they're, they're, they're on their quest. And this is kind of like one of the darkest times in the story. Um, so for me, it's like, I, I wasn't fighting an enemy. Um, but it was like, I was getting closer to feeling like I was getting closer to my goal. I was getting closer to, to discovering my gift. And, you know, I was in the cave and really kind of thinking about the cave is this, uh, you know, a cave is kind of dark. It's kind of, could be kind of scary. It can be kind of lonely. It can be kind of, you know, you're in this cave, you're lost. You're, you're, you're trying to find this thing, you know, you're trying to find the treasure. You're trying to find the sword. You're trying to find the object of this journey. And so I really felt like I was kind of lost and kind of wondering stage eight, the ordeal. Well, I think for me, this pandemic has been the ordeal, like the ultimate battle. Um, I think about how everything that I was doing got canceled. So my workshops, my retreats, my classes, everything got, got canceled and I had to find a different way. I had to do a pivot. I had to had to do things differently. But what this pandemic has done, it's given me time to reflect. It's given me time to to figure some of these things out. And early on in the pandemic, I did figure some things out. And that brings us to number nine, the reward, seizing the sword. So <clears throat> at the beginning of this pandemic, I quickly made a decision to, you know, basically I was given time. Um, financially I was okay for a while. And so I, I said, you know, I'm not going to stress out about it and I'm not going to try to like, like beg for money. I'm not going to do, I'm just going to reach out to people and try to connect. And so I went online and I did live streaming and, and I connected with more people. And, um, and so I also like just focused on making art and what was interesting is that like I saw a lot of my friends and a lot of artists acquaintances like selling their artwork on online like they would post something and they would be sold like that day or the next day and and I tried I was like oh great I'm going to do that and I put my artwork out there and only a couple things sold you know so I, I saw these people like selling thousands and thousands of dollars of of artwork you know, it, in a month or two and I sold a couple hundred. So I was really discouraged, but then I hit on something else. What I realized is like, yes, I'm an artist, but I'm more than that. I'm a teacher. And what this pandemic has really shown to me is that I need to connect with others. And that's how I really shine. So when I started offering online workshops, I was blown away, blown away by how people responded and how people signed up. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, I've got income coming in that I didn't, you know, imagine would be coming in. 
and people responded to that and I was like oh my goodness this is this this is what I had thought about all those years ago so I you know I thinking back to that moment at NCAT in Colloway North Carolina in the in Western North North Carolina up in the mountains when I said yes this is what I what I want to be doing this is you know I so I, I realized that yeah this is what I've been called to do to to teach to reach out to connect with other people and this is what I've been struggling with and and all of a sudden it like got became so clear so like I said that happened at the beginning of the pandemic where it's like oh that's the thing that's where I need to go that is my holy grail that's my hidden that's the treasure that I've been looking for that's the thing that's my elixir that's what I need to do so that became crystal clear now the road back so that idea of okay I've obtained my treasure I've I've done this thing I've learned these lessons now I need to return the road back stage 10 so doing this podcast doing the live stream teaching classes that's how I've been coming home you know that's how I how I'm coming back to the ordinary world is to um, share what I've learned what I've figured out with with people with with you with the listeners with students with teachers with anybody really who is going to listen and so i've i've you know even though i've never physically left on this journey this is a journey that like you know it's it's more of a spiritual personal emotional kind of journey but it's like okay now i'm coming home i'm i'm bringing back this wisdom these ideas that i've learned to share with other people so stage 11 resurrection so i do feel like i'm a different person than i was a year ago so many things are much clearer now so many things are different i feel like i have a a renewed purpose i've figured this stuff out you know and so you know i just i feel like all right i've i'm getting this I'm, i'm understanding what it is I need to be doing and so number 12 stage 12 return with the elixir so yeah so I'm I'm returning so the elixir for me is this knowledge that we all have these gifts that we're all creative and that we must share that and that we can really impact this world in such a positive way I understand that that's that's you know we're all special and unique and capable of shining in a way that no one else can but unfortunately so many times too many of us decide to remain small to remain hidden we refuse to shine we refuse the call to go on this adventure and find our gold to find our treasure to find our elixir that we can share with the world we stay stuck in our everyday ordinary lives and we don't 
dare to live big. We might dream big, but it's always this someday. One day when things are perfect, when timing is good and I have enough money and I, you know, whatever it is that these, we, we use these things to refuse that call. And so I realized like through this artwork that I've been making, that that's like, that's been part of it is that, you know, here I am doing these live streams where I'm sharing my elixir. I'm sharing this knowledge that I have. I've come back as a, as a different person with a different perspective and I'm sharing physically making this work. And this work is about this journey that I've been taking and I didn't really realize it until basically just this week and trying to, to show people that creativity, that making art is not this special thing, only relegated to a special few people that it's for everyone that we all can be creative. We all have these special gifts to share and that we all need to go on this hero's journey to discover these gifts. And then once we discover them, we need to bring them home. We need to return with them and share them and impact this world. And that, that was such an amazing discovery. And like I said, this is like so recent. This has just happened within the past few days, basically. But it was something that I just felt like, okay, I need to talk about this. I need to address this because this is something that, that has been an amazing journey for me. Now, do I feel like a hero? No, I mean, it's, I'm just, I'm just me doing this thing, but to kind of look at my own story through this lens of the hero's journey. I mean, cause like I said, we are all heroes of our own story. I mean, we make ourselves the hero, um, in our story. Sometimes we're an anti-hero or sometimes we're, you know, it's us against the world and whatever. But, you know, what I would suggest you to suggest you do is to kind of take a look at this framework this these 12 stages that Christopher Vogler came up with and see if if you're you know can you take your story and plug it in and where are you are you stuck in the ordinary world are you listening to this podcast because you've had a call of adventure but you're reluctant to go or have you set out on your journey and you're looking for a mentor? Or are you about to go th through your ordeal? Or are you on the road back? And I just, I think it's a very interesting way to look at our own lives. And especially this idea of, of being creative. And if that's our gift if that's our elixir if that's the the thing that we're after the life that we imagine that that's the that's where we're journeying to and i think a lot of folks 
get to that point where they're like, you know, I, I'm drawn to creativity and that's the call of adventure. And for so many people, they refuse that call over and over and over again. And so I, you know, if you're still sitting there refusing the call and, and not believing in yourself, go for it, you know, meet a mentor, go on this journey it's not going to be easy. There's going to be tests and there's going to be ups and downs and, and you're going to go through ordeals. And, but then when you discover what it is that you're meant to be doing, when you discover this, this passion and you discover these ideas and you discover these things about yourself and you carry that back and you share it with the world. Cause that's, that's a key is that you share it. You don't hoard it and hide it away you want to return with the elixir and you want to share it and that's why i'm here that's why i i you know i do this podcast i don't have any sponsors i'm just a one-man team doing this from his studio with some software on the computer i do live streams i do you know i i i post on social media not to be like hey look at me but to be like, hey, look what you can do to share and to connect and, and encourage people to, to, to find their own hero's journey, to go on that journey because the impact on your life and the impact on other people can be truly amazing. So anyway, um, yeah, that, that, uh, wraps it up for me today i really appreciate you listening and uh you know please check me out on online on instagram on facebook check out my website um yeah until next time happy creating all right i hope you enjoyed this episode Thank you so much for listening. This has been Artistic Accomplices, and I'm your host, Eric Scott. Thank you so much, and until next time.